The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Are you ready to have dominion over your own life? It is time for the new age of power. We are all made from the same fabric, a vibrant and endless point of human consciousness. We all are the thing itself, consciousness incarnate. We all have a body and our own unique personality. And we all have that inner place where our own crafted inspiration flows when nurtured. This is from the book Citizen King, The New Age of Power by Les Jensen. It's a wonderful book that will really allow you to see the full capacity that you have to create your life, how you've been creating your life all along, and how your own potential has no limits. So I'd like to welcome Les Jensen to 1111 Talk Radio. He is the author of this book, and in addition, he is also the host of Living Radio, he began his life work as an engineer in broadcast television, where he works every day with high-powered television transmitters, and then that hands-on experience with immense amounts of energy later convey him to the language that he would ultimately use in his spiritual wings. He lives in Boulder, Colorado, and to learn more about him, you can visit NewHumanLiving.com or LesJensen.com. Welcome, Les, to 1111 Talk Radio. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be on the show. Well, it's a it's a fabulous book. It really goes deeply into empowering an individual. And I want to go into some specific wordings that you have written throughout the book because I think some of those words in themselves have power and sometimes are ambiguous to people in terms of what they mean. And you begin by starting the preface off even with saying that you become comfortable living your own life without hesitation or second thought. What, what that meaning of comfort or being comfortable in one's own skin, comfortable in one's own life, I think oftentimes with the degree of tension and stress and constriction that our bodies and our minds grow up believing in, that sometimes even understanding what comfort or comfortability is can be a question. Can you talk a little bit about that point? Well, sure. The... The idea is our soul knows what's going on. Our soul has a perspective of our life from a much higher level, and oftentimes it's our ego or our mind that will feel stuck or frustrated or disappointed that we're not getting the results we're expecting for ourselves. And when I talk about um, 
connecting in a very deep level with your soul and trusting that connection, the ego kind of gets off the hook in the sense that your mind was never intended to to see the entire vision through. It, it Your mind is there to fulfill the inspiration, but so often in our Western culture, we'll put the weight of our life on our mind alone, and that can really give us a sense of disconnect as far as how our life is unfolding. But when you connect with your soul and then trust it with your ego, there's a real deep sense of peace that comes. And it, it's that place of peace, that inner knowingness, that that's where that comfort, that feeling of comfort can be really embodied. Well, and what you said just now brings the ego back in. And I think in the past look at personal growth, self-help, the ego was something that so many people thought they had to get rid of, that they had to really kill off or kind of um, <laughs> soften. But here you're saying that the ego trust, that we're actually reintegrating and bringing that piece back, that this is a, in a sense, a co-creation with the ego, but maybe a different position. Well, certainly there's some taming of the ego in the sense of apprehension and fear. And and perhaps um, uh, training the ego to trust, I, and 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 that trust doesn't happen overnight. It it takes concerted effort to get your ego to trust. For example, the the vast vision your soul can have, or for example, the bold actions your heart inspires you to take. Until your ego can genuinely trust these two powerful components, your heart and your soul, until that trust is, is established, the ego will be the one that bells out, that says, wait a minute, all bets are off, I'm going to go back to what I know, and then the PowerPoint is dissolved. And so the, the ego is what drives the car, signs the check, you know, orders the goods, writes the book, <laughs> as far as typing, <laughs> you know, the, the, it, it's not like you cast the ego out and, and, and treat it like a, a, a redheaded stepchild. It's not that way at all. It's an integration and, and trust is really the key factor because if you're going to show up in your personal power, your heart and your soul can inspire you many times in a single hour. And until your ego can trust that every single impulse, every single inspiration is spot on, and, and, and what that trust does is the ego doesn't have to quantify or rationalize the inspiration. It just takes action. And so it really lets the ego off the hook. The ego is kind of set free. It's like you pull the steering wheel off the car and you hand it up to your soul, you don't have to figure it all out. And and that's that brings an immense sense of joy to the ego. Well, and it also sounds like when we're, we're looking from that perspective of the ego, we are looking more within. You go into a concept around dominion. And typically the ego looks outside. It's competing with the outside. It's competing in trying to be known to the outside. But here you're kind of saying we're turning it back in. 
And sure. the dominion really comes in that creativity or in that willingness to to create life from the inside out and allow the ego to participate. And so that gives it a whole different a whole different realm to create with. Speak a little bit more about having dominion over one's life or even having dominion over others but with the non egotistical way. Well sure. The the journey of the soul is from light into darkness and then back to light. Or another way to phrase that is um, union with the truth, separation from the truth, and then reuniting yourself with the truth. The Your relationship with your truth is your relationship with the divine, the God essence within you. And nobody on the planet can even touch that space inside of you. It's out of reach of mortal intentions. It's an extremely personal relationship between you and your divinity, and it happens inside of you. And in order for you to totally embody your truth to make that journey back to your divine essence, is you got to understand your personal sovereignty is absolute. It has always been absolute. But in so often in our Western culture, we'll quantify ourselves like, like we've been talking about where the ego looks outside of ourselves. Well, I have this PhD. Well, I have this job title. Well, I have this car. And this defines who I am. Well, if something happens to any one of those things, my sense of self can waver. But my divinity inside of myself is is perfect, whole, and complete in every single moment of all of eternity. And it's my relationship with how, how much can I embody that without hesitation, without tether? How much can I connect to that divinity and then follow it without question or judgment? And that's the place, I suggest, of of divine love, the only the only genuine power there is is love, and, and you talk about dominion over others. When you give love unconditionally to others, you never ever take their choice away. We could not have gone into the darkness had love not allowed it. It's that unconditional love that'll allow us to go into the darkness and then go even farther. I don't have to tell anybody about the history of pain and suffering on this planet. And if it wasn't for unconditional love, it never would have been allowed to happen. And so when we, when we reclaim our power, we don't ever hold that as dominion in a sense of removing choice from others but rather we have an unconditional love for them. And when we do that, we're a point of presence of love within their own being. When we, when we talk about the collective conscious, it's not outside of us. The collective consciousness of humanity is inside each one of us. So when we show up in unconditional love, we're, point, we're putting a point of presence within this, the beings, within the inside of every human being on the planet. 
And as more and more people can hold that unconditional love, fear will lose its footing and no longer exist. You know, what I love about the book, first off, when I received it, uh, was the cover and, and how the the images and the colors and the way it's depicted. And I read signs and symbols and, and, and illustrate how they speak to us all of the time. And your book speaks this right from the very cover. There is uh, the Citizen King. The king is in red, and red has to do with trust. It has to do with with the immense grounding of that trust. And then the cover holds uh, chess pieces. It is the pawn, which is also in red. And then just behind us, casting a shadow, which is the king piece. And in my own work, what I know is this human self is here to trust. And we think that we're casting a shadow, but what we don't really realize is that it is that highest part of us that if we will trust that and if we will understand that that even guided some of our shadow parts so that we could know our own light, that that's what's so powerful. And then you have citizen in white, which is the purity. And so there's so much being spoken subliminally just even from the cover that speaks to deep parts of our soul. And I really want to commend you and and your designers for creating it in that way because it speaks volumes in terms of imagery. When we think about king, get the distinction between king and a healthy king or citizen king. What do you mean by those two, or, or is there a difference? In the past, our culture has been structured where the, quote, authority, unquote, to be powerful is governed by the government or typically often religions of the land. And in those scenarios, permission or empowerment comes from somebody else outside of you. And that's the traditional sense of a king. And another aspect of the traditional aspect of a king is where there's a single person in that role. And when I talk about citizen king... You know, if you go out in nature and you observe animals in nature, there's no struggle, there's no discord within themselves as to who they are. The flower blossoms because of who it is. The, the animals in nature don't question the moment. But in our Western culture, we have these archetypal structures in our society that depict who is entitled to and who is not entitled to make decisions towards the future of the collective. But when we talk about an individual king, a citizen king, the kingdom of heaven is within. The kingdom of heaven is that that spark of divinity that is the God essence within you now. And in order for us as human beings, as a species, to get back to that place of knowingness, that place of comfort, is to recognize the divinity of who we are, regardless of what our life path has been. Nobody has ever broken a karmic law on this planet. We're given fierce freedom to muck it up as much as we want. 
and we're given fierce freedom to embody it as much as we want. A lot of the old pictures show glowing halos of light around the heads and hands of saints. That That's a, a hint of the light within each one of us. When I talk about Citizen King, I'm talking about... I'm going to stop you right there, Les, and uh, go to a commercial break, and I want to continue when we get back. You are a projector, projecting the movie of your life onto a screen, able to embody any story of your choosing. To trust your intuition and to follow the inspiration of the moment allows you to become free, genuinely free, and there is immense peace there, too. You become comfortable living your own life without hesitation or second thought, pure, authentic you. This is from the book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, from Les Jensen. We'll be right back with him. You can connect more and, and learn about all of his work at lesjensen.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444... People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Citizen King, the new age of power, represents the new age of power emanating from the citizens acting like kings. 
not citizens acting like kings with dominion over other citizens, but rather citizens acting in their own personal kingdom, in their own personal story, in their own personal potential. They create a flow of inspiration from the passion of their hearts, fulfilling the inspiration of their own dreams in an authentic and genuine way. My guest today is Les Jensen, and he is the author of this book, in addition to others, and he is also the host of New Human Living Radio, where he enjoys insightful conversations with guests who are shaping the future of human consciousness. Les's most recent book, Personal Power Fundamentals, reviews the fundamental nature of our own personal power, including how to overcome one's karmic propensities. To find out more about New Human Living, you can go to newhumanliving.com or to lesjensen.com. Les, we were talking about um, something really strong that you said that I want to repeat and kind of go back to, and that is that we're given as much right as we want to muck it up. And a lot of people may not realize that that is a gift in itself and that it is okay and it's part of our process here to have the ability to choose one or the other. So please continue with your thought before, and if you'd like to go any deeper into that, just to clarify uh, that unconditional loving process of allowing us to really choose how, quote-unquote, good or bad we want to create our reality. Well, sure. The The principle of creation gives every ch- single choice we make a merit of one. There's no bias. There's no favoritism as to what choices we make. We can choose to go farther into the darkness or we can choose to return to the light or even break even. So the process of creation is there fulfilling our requests regardless. It has no never mind what we actually choose. And so when people choose to go farther into the darkness, there's this, our souls at some point chose to go this far into the the shadow of human consciousness. We've, we've lived in such passionately dark times. I mean, we've literally built mechanisms of global destruction. We've built them and established them in our, in our governments. And, and yet we're at a breaking point now where we're returning to the light. Human consciousness is logarithmic. And what that means is it's extremely powerful Human consciousness is the most powerful substance on the planet, and you are that consciousness now. All of creation, whether being from the ego of man or the universe itself, has come from consciousness's source. It is the root of all creation. So when we we are here as human beings to reconnect, rediscover the truth of who we are, the universe itself has no bias as to what level we're going to participate with that. We can go all the way back to light. I think it was Jesus that took some friends off to the side and said, check this out, and he turned his body into light in their presence, and then he he returned to the flesh, and then they went about their day, and he also said, everything I've done, you'll do too. When our souls chose this lifetime, our souls knew that human consciousness was going to rise from the ashes. 
by going so far into the darkness, there's a huge, there's a huge gift that can happen in a single lifetime. A, a human consciousness can go so far into the darkness and in a single lifetime rise from the darkness to the light. And when you make a movement of any kind towards the light, your consciousness expands exponentially. And so when you make a practice of honing this within yourself, you're raising your own personal consciousness. And every time you do that, you, you expand the choices and the vision of what your life can be. Now, you talk about personal sovereignty and you relate it to innocence. And that innocence also has to do with us looking at the darkness that we've created in our lives because everything was done from a state of innocence in the beginning anyway. So how do we move forward in that personal sovereignty, really understanding that innocence and, and walking in an innocent path in creation? The, the gift of innocence is for the ego. The soul understands that there has been no wrong, but the ego oftentimes holds blame and discomfort over the choices and actions of the past. Now, just consider for a moment, if I'm not innocent, I'm guilty. And if I'm guilty, I'm automatically not entitled to benefit. By the very nature of the word guilty, I, I disconnect from entitlement to what I deserve. But yet, if I'm innocent, I'm I'm free of that judgment. When we think of the innocence of a child, there's nothing we hold against the child's nature. And it's that same innocence that creation has towards us. It doesn't matter how many t times we choose darkness or shadow, the, the choice for light is always there in equal measure. The, the idea of personal sovereignty is to understand that it's it's God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The, the light is there for your taking. To be a powerful person in our society is not portrayed in the media very well. I, I pay attention to the movies and superheroes are really thrown under the bus many, many times. There's not really a good example of what it means to be a powerful person in a healthy and balanced way. But the universe awaits your understanding of that. And the moment you can embody it, it's yours because it's your birthright. It's inherent to the truth of who you are. And that's related to the miracles that we can create. And, and it's related to the synchronicity and how things can show up in our lives. So how does the guilt or the denser emotions and perspectives, how does that really block us from achieving not only that power of the new age, but really that dominion as kings over our own lives? Guilt and shame are two of the heaviest attributes of karma. Guilt is uh, uh, this pleasure with yourself and shame is displeasure from the tribe. And both of those will drive you to death. Guilt and shame will take you to the edge of life itself where you deny life 
because of guilt and shame. And they, and they came about with the idea of sin. And uh, th- they stem from uh, a lot of religious teachings that have this idea that God's going to be pissed at you if you don't make the right choice points throughout your whole flipping life. And, and they're literally creations of the mind. But to, the, the ego, in, in our culture, our egos are not really conditioned to forgive themselves. And forgiveness can take quite a while to get down into the deep cracks of who we are. We can have imprints of bad choices of many lifetimes ago that we're not cognitive of in our conscious space. But yet they sit there and prevent us from making choices that would expand and grow our connection with our truth and our divinity. So as we move forward as citizen kings, as we start to have more trust, you say, to build those roots of trust, especially when everything is starting to shift and starting to change in life due to taking this further dominion, how do you anchor into that trust? How do you continue to believe in those places, even when what's showing up in front of you is still kind of looking like the old life, but is is open and available. Your mind and your heart are open and available to the new life, but what's appearing for you does not really reflect it yet. You can contemplate the nature of history. I looked at this guy named Hitler, and he he fabricated a war machine, and over years of time, over years of time, he munched tens of millions of people to their death. No angelic being came from the heavens. No glowing orbs of light lowered from the sky and stopped the guns. The, the war proceeded over and over and over again over a course of years, and no divinity stopped it. Now, we're, we're given immense freedom to play out any story that we want here. And it's, you know, God, our soul, um, archangels, any deity is not going to reach over our shoulder and wipe away our condition. Every single solution, every one of them will come through our human nature, it's through our human nature that all resolution is going to happen. And so if you want to be a vehicle for that, you need to understand that the universe doesn't have any bias. Look at history. All these, these tragedies have played out in a very calcul- calculated way, and it was, it was granted in every moment because... Consciousness itself is the creative force. And when you understand that, and I really suggest with your ego, with your mind, contemplate what you see in humanity. And as you start to see how the grace of creation has afforded every storyline in humanity, you'll also recognize how it's afforded every choice within yourself. And so in your personal life, you can go farther into the darkness if you want. How far do you want to go? It's all right there on the table. But you can also go as far into the light as you choose to. 
and where we are in our human storyline, those people that can choose to discipline themselves to understand the truth of who they are, purify their heart, and then then set an intention of embodying a vision of heaven on earth, those people will be the first ones to seed the vibration of the eloquence, the grace of what it means to live in unconditional love as a human being on planet earth in 2016. And this goes beyond just positive thinking. I would like to talk a little bit about that after our commercial break. To truly be one that embodies the king within is to hone in on your most authentic preferences in each and every moment of every day. This is the place where self-love resides, with exquisite permission to live the life of your dreams. For you to be able to embody such a storyline means you need to resolve and release the mental and emotional imprints of your past in order to understand how these karmic imprints have disconnected you from your own kingdom within. This is from the book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power by Les Jensen. Les is the founder of New Human Living, a company dedicated to helping others discover more of their personal power. Les recently published his most recent book, to help others do just that. As the host of New Human Living Radio, he brings powerful guests on each show each week to share the techniques to discovering the inherent power within each one of us. This brings lasting fulfillment to satisfaction and happiness into everyday lives. You can find out more about Les at lesjensen.com. That's L-E-S-J-E-N-S-E-N.com. I also invite you to connect into my website, 1111 Magazine is coming out with its brand-new issue. It is power-packed and truly beautiful, addressing a lot of the things that are taking place in the world from the perspective of that unconditional love and how to really step into a place of your own purity and purification of your life. Let yourself access some of the free issues along with some of the deep information that gives to many of our contributing writers. You can find out more at 1111mag.com or imsimran.com. We'll be right back with Les Jensen and Citizen King. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. 
Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at imsimmerings.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. To engage that Trust yourself is to turn on the creative expression of your own potential. When you walk authentically as yourself, all possibilities come within your reach. The vision of your dreams comes into focus. You may not know every detail, though you trust in the story of your heart and soul. As they feed you a vision of what is possible, it is intentional creation itself. Your own potential has no limits, and to create a flow of its expression brings an ever-folding story of genuine satisfaction and gratitude as you honor your purpose here on Earth. To have big dreams and to take bold actions creates a most exciting and adventurous life, fulfilling the vision of your soul. This is from the book Citizen King, The New Age of Power by Les Jensen. You can connect to him and everything that he does at lesjensen.com. Let's, as we move forward in life, it really is about stepping into that place where we can see beyond where we've been in this creation, embracing it, knowing that it was just as good as what is to come, but being willing to all of a sudden at least make a turn or a change in a different direction. And so often people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But this really is about seeing it when you believe it. But it goes beyond just the positivity thinking. Can you talk about the distinction between living in the manner of Citizen King and just being a Pollyanna positivity thinker? Well, the 
the, the ability of your soul and the passion of your heart to have say in your everyday life, in your everyday choices, is an easy barometer to tell how connected you are with the the well of inspiration that exists within you. So often we'll live our everyday life as it's being managed by our ego and the the choices and intentions of our heart and soul don't really get any traction. And a real easy thing to do is just get post-it notes and then pay attention. Pay attention to your own consciousness. Because typically when your mind's doing something else, you're unloading the car, you're doing the dishes, whatever, your heart or your soul will throw a sentence in your mind. It's time to start writing that screenplay. It's time to go back to school. And oftentimes what will happen is the very next thought will take it up into our mind and start rationalizing it. Oh, I don't, I can't write a screenplay. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. And our mind dilutes and pollutes it and it's quickly lost. But if you can develop the habit of understanding when the inspiration is from your heart or soul and then write it down verbatim, your heart and soul knows all about how much time you have, how much money you have, what you would enjoy, what would move you more towards a coherent and powerful life. When you can capture that inspiration and just write it down verbatim, what you're going to notice over time is you're going to be capturing this underlying theme of your life. I never saw myself an author and yet I've written books now, and, I, and it's, it's more satisfying than I could ever have imagined. Had you talked to me in my early days of my life, it would be uncomprehensible for me to see myself as an author. But I kept getting this inspiration, and then I honored it. And when, when you can do something as simple as recognize when the thought is from your heart and your soul and then write that down and, and develop a habit of that, as soon as the ink dries, it can be an action item for the ego. And when, with just that simple practice, you're giving your heart and your soul the ability to anchor new ideas and choices into your life. Oftentimes there are individuals that have been in careers for a long time or they reach a point in their lives. Uh, sometimes it's called a midlife crisis. Other times it's just you're tired, you're bored, you're, uh, your mind no longer is present to what you're doing. And yet, the next step of, of the unknown is not clear, and you don't even know what your dream is. You have a chapter that is entitled Getting Clear About Your Dream. So what do you have to say to people when they're at that crossroads of, I don't even really know what the dream is. I know where I've been. I know I don't want to go back. But how do I even figure out what it is that's supposed to come next? Well, well, first of all, your age is none of your business. <laughs> the, your soul can inspire you at any age. And oftentimes uh, we'll be put into a career that will click off several decades in. 
and will find the career unfulfilling towards the the um, final end of it as far as um, that chapter of the career. But there's so many systems in our culture that do not honor our human potential, the financial system, the energy system, the medical system, the, the agriculture system. There's so much incongruency in those. And in your lifetime, your career in these industries might have been preparing you for your soul to give you new inspiration about the new way those industries can work. You know, I think baby boomers have, a, have an immense gift because we've seen so much of the culture. We remember leaving our front doors open. We remember sending the kids out the front door, and we might not see them till well after dark, and we wouldn't worry about it. We've seen kind of the whole paradigm of the human um, storyline. And so now we're at a point where humanity is looking for its identity again. When you start capturing the inspiration of your heart and your soul, you're going to see themes there. There's new ways to do banking. There's new ways to do energy. There's new ways that will provide self-sustaining cultures to the people on the planet. You know, if, if the power goes out in your house, how many phone numbers can you call to have it restored? How many internets are there? How many currencies are there? We live under these really monolithic systems, and karmically they're, they're tragedies waiting for it. To happen, whenever we collectively hang our our goodwill on single symbols, single structures, whatever happens to that structures touches us all. And there's no there's no integrity to that. There's no personal sovereignty to those kind of systems. So if you spent your lifetime in an industry and you don't feel very fulfilled by it. That might be spot on for the next chapter where you will be the inspiration, where your soul will give you ideas that you can write about in a book or even start a company or create a consortium or forum to talk about online. Humanity is going to look for more authentic choices. And when you start to capture the inspiration of your heart and your soul, and then you, you hold that inspiration up to what the collective storyline is asking for, you're going to get some insights. And one other thing about understanding it better is movement or flow. So you, so you don't know, you don't have this clear vision of what your life story is to be now. Take the inspiration you have, whatever that inspiration is, and take action on it. Because oftentimes we won't get the next inspiration until we've fulfilled the first one. When our next step is sitting before us on a piece of paper and we stare at it, it we might not get that next step until we fulfill that first step. So to create flow by capturing the inspiration and then fulfilling it with action, that always brings new information and, and clarity. And so much of that means living from the heart. And I think that, that many times people 
have a challenge getting in their heart if they have have been very conditioned or gotten locked in the paradigms and the way that we've been told life has to be. So when we're living from the heart, and particularly since that's the direction that the new human is going in a much deeper way in connection to their humanity, some of those places that open us up are those challenging moments of life, and the inspiration does come through there. Talk about authenticity or developing authenticity by developing the connection to part. Oh, I love that. Great question. Authenticity. We've been told so often what righteous living is. We've t- been told so often what, how we have to behave to be in God's good graces. And if we don't do that, well, then we should have shame. We should not feel good about ourselves because we're moving towards the the devil or sin or any of that crap. It's impossible for us to make a decision to offend the divine. Like I said before, every single choice has a merit of one. The universe doesn't really care what we choose. And so when we talk about being authentic, what do you want? What do you prefer? And and until you can honor what you prefer in a genuine way, you will not be authentic to the truth of who you are because your soul chose this lifetime, this body, this gender, this persona, this you. It was consciously chosen as the vehicle for you to play with, understand, practice, and perfect the truth of who you are. So do you like to play your music loud? Play it loud. Do you like the, the off humor? Laugh at it. Do you, do you like to wear funky clothes? Then do it. Don't be in judgment of yourself. Sometimes it's those things that we're inspired to do that open up new, new doorways within, our, within ourselves. We're here for the human experience. There are oceans of joy awaiting to be played out in your ego, in your human consciousness. Joy happens when you honor the authenticity of your choices and desires. Heaven on earth is not a single story. It's seven billion stories, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. you're here to live out your story of what you prefer. The universe will fulfill whatever the hell you ask for, so ask for whatever the hell you want. There you, you go. <laughs> you can't get it wrong. When, when you try to tone yourself down because you might offend others, or heaven forbid you won't be seen as righteous, whatever the hell that is, then you're no longer authentic and you've karma is karma is anytime you posture with what is. And so when you have this authentic juice of inspiration that comes from the essence, your divinity from within, if you were to not allow its flow and to posture with it or try to temper it, 
you're creating a karmic propensity. It's only through purity that no karma exists. The burning bush said, I am that I am. There was no embellishment. There was no explanation. I am that I am. And so be that authentic with yourself. I am this. I am that. What is your preference? The more you get clear about that, the more peace. There's an ocean of peace within your being. And when you can really drill down and understand the truth of who you are and then honor that, wow, man, talk about going to bed feeling satisfied and fulfilled at night. Talk about waking up with a sense of joy and excitement about the, the possibilities that the day has for you. That's ecstatic living. It, it's that is like, ecstatic living. This is my guest, Les Jensen. Purity of heart is important as a choice. If you intend to be a powerful person, purity of your heart decides how much of humanity you are able to love unconditionally in every moment. When your heart is pure and you can go look at and face any humanity, the hero, the villain, the saint, the sinner, the cop, and the criminal, and when you look at any personification of the human experience and say, but of course, the universe has no bias against our freedom in making the choice we want. Will you embrace the bold ideas of your heart and soul and trust that there is a way for them to manifest? Can you do this from a place of personal forgiveness and compassion? When you master that, you start to purify your own heart, the source of your own authentic power. When you put action to your inspiration, you give your soul influence in your life. Your soul becomes free to express as it intends, and this is soul-level living. From the book Citizen King, The New Age of Power, my guest is Les Jensen, and you can find out more about him and his wonderful book and radio show at lesjensen.com. Until next week, we will be meeting with Dale Allen Hoffman, discussing sound and resonance. Until then, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.